I mean, it's not the end of the movie. Well, 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 look who it is. It is it's me, Jay. It's a bunch of sharps trying to sharpen squares. And we are here on January 13th, Thursday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, Coo- uh, Magoo may, may have this podcast posted, I don't know, maybe by like April. We'll see. <laughs> we uh, we had a great pod recorded ahead of week 18 that uh, is still out there floating in the ether, waiting for <laughs> yeah. Magoo to post it. Makes you wonder why we did it in the first place, if no one's going to listen to it except us. Well, yeah. we can't even listen to it. I mean, my wife is pretty upset with me. She's like, why are you wasting an hour and a half of like a work night recording a pod for a listener and then it's never even published to, to help them with their, their bets. I think yeah, she's kind of like squirt and we're just trying to stay in touch. <sighs> that, uh, basically we're just recording a phone call once a week and occasionally we put it on the internet <laughs> form of a podcast. So here we are rolling into NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, are you excited at all? <clears throat> I'm as excited as I guess you can be for someone who's kind of checked out on football season. It's just too long. Checked out? No way. Out since Clemson's bowl game ended, and it's just like, yeah, I'm just depressed. Oh, since Clemson lost to Georgia in August? Yeah, like I was so excited for that game. Uh, Mm. And then it was just, oh, my Lord. Not the best. We we uh, We had tough seasons for our teams. Jay. We did. You were super excited for that Clemson Georgia game, and then it turned out to not be great. And I was probably equally excited for Justin Fields' debut against Cleveland, and uh, that also did not go well. Yeah, when I saw DJ take, he took about six sacks that game that he really didn't need to take. Like he could have gotten the ball out, or he could have just moved his feet. Literally, just stepped up in the pocket, like one you know one inch and yeah he would have been fine to make a pass and it was just like oh boy he is not very good and this season could be bad and then I was just so depressed after that yeah that's uh that's understandable but uh here we are well yeah we'll get to the bears we're gonna say bears corner for um after our picks we'll uh it's a little teaser for you uh, I guess let's just – should we just get right into it? Um, yeah. So who are the number one seeds? The Titans of Nashville, Tennessee, held on to the number one seed in the AFC, so they're not playing this week. Uh, they could be dangerous with Derrick Henry coming Ooh. back. Um, and then in the NFC, uh, it is the uh, – the champions of science, the Green Bay Packers, with the number <laughs> one seed and the the bye. Well, they it's nice that they have a bye week um, to continue doing their own research on things, so that's good. But let's uh, let's move into this week. There were last week's slate of games were really exciting. We talked about on the pod that was never posted. <laughs> if you go back and listen, uh, I forget who it was that brought up the scenario that if. The Colts lose to the Jaguars. The Chargers and Raiders would just need to kneel the ball out and tie the game, and they would both be in. And I believe you, Magoo, said there's no way that happens. There's no way 
the Jaguars in their jacuzzi defeat the Colts, yeah, drown them in the chance. hot tub. Trevor. And Trevor. It, but, man, how great would it have been if they just, t- like, kneeled out the whole game? Well, like not Herbert, even kneeling out the whole game. Like, no, like if Herbert, in overtime. Like, if Herbert and Derek Carr come out for warm-ups pregame and they're just practicing kneeling, like, taking a snap, taking two steps back and kneel. Oh, man. That was my but I dream. think it would have been yeah, and I think it would have been fascinating if they had just done it in overtime. You know, like hey, we competed hard to try to win in regulation, and you know it's ten minutes of us beating each other up. So whoever goes to yeah. the playoffs is going to be but beat up by ten more minutes. So let's just kneel it out in overtime. And I don't know why thing, they didn't just do that. The whole thing was just dumb. Like if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, it doesn't make sense to play that game hard. Like, to risk injury, to risk, like, all of the things that could happen in an NFL game, like, it behooved both teams to just say, uh, let's take this extra week of rest. We essentially get a bye week now heading into our first round wild card of the playoffs. They didn't do it. Um, my boy Brandon Staley and the Chargers are uh, on vacation. They're prepping for next year while Derek Carr – is getting ready to play the Bengals the first game of the weekend. Joey Burrow, Jamar Chase, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders at 435 on Saturday. The Bengals, home favorite, minus five. What do you like here? Raiders won four in a Yeah, this line has moved. Okay. Um, And, yeah, there's a little mojo with this Raiders team. And Bengals are kind of a prove-it team. Prove it to mm-hmm. me. One more thing on that tie, though. I just yeah. feel like maybe the teams in the back of their head were like, oh, Goodell's going to take a first rounder from us if we do that because he, you know, he's Goodell and mm. he doesn't want to have any fun. He's just like, oh, this is going to screw up betting and it's going to screw up the the viewers. Got are going to go crazy. The they integrity of the game. game that all, all that stuff. crap. Yeah. Mm. As he did all that crap with like the referees and <laughs> replacement refs and. Yeah turning a blind eye to all the concussions mm. stuff. But got it. I like um I I gotta go with the Raiders here and I don't I, I get that it's like why would you take the Raiders? They just played their Super Bowl and they just you know had okay. to play an overtime game. But the but the Bengals are like a prove it to me like you guys haven't the, been to the playoffs won a playoff game in how long? The Raiders feels like a little bit of a public team right now, right? You think? Dude, I mean, like it's just like you said, like coming off that huge game that everybody walked, that everybody watched, <coughs> the big national True. game. Like you talk about like recency bias, and you like to zig when everybody's zagging. You are zigging right into a zig here. See, I think the squares are going to be teasing the Bengals. Ah, what if I told you? Get tell me how much percentage of the cash is on the Raiders. Sixty-two percent. What if I told you right now PFF is saying ninety-one percent of the cash is on the Raiders? What about the ticket number percentage? Forty-nine fifty-one. So the that means that the Raiders are the sharp side. Are they? Yeah, the cash represents the sharps, and the ticket okay. percentage represents the squares. The, the cash just represents the big money betters. And you say those yeah. are the sharps? Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't know. The Raiders feel like a little like they'd be the square pick for me, though. Man, I like the Raiders even more because of that. You pick the. We'll do a board bet. How about that? We didn't no, have any I don't board bets do this a board year. Bet here. I think putting the Bengals into a tease is a great move here. <clears throat> mm, a thirteen-point tease to get them to plus eight. <laughs> you're teasing that, up the Raiders. Yeah, you're teasing. You're teasing the Bengals to plus eight with a thirteen-point teaser. Woo, why would it's you like, do how, that? How, yeah, no. How like it's like how do they lose that? You know, getting eight points Man. at home. Yeah, they're losing. Just... They're losing close. Hmm. Well, it appears through our discussion that the Raiders are the sharp side. So you're you're going the Raiders here? Yeah. I think the Bengals win. It's just yeah. whether or not they cover that five. Well, they have more fantasy players than the Raiders, so yeah. Well, Joey Burrow, man, I think. In a battle of the quarterbacks in the crappy Saturday NFL slate, mm-hmm. I just I like I like Joe Burrow versus Derek Carr. I have more faith in in Joe Burrow, who's won big games, albeit not at the NFL level. He's got <laughs> kind of that pedigree and that swagger about him that uh, oh, he might be putting this together. You know great. what I mean? He just made, he just makes two horrible passes a game that killed him. Yeah, but if he doesn't do that. Or if Jamar Chase catches him. Hunter Renfro, man, he's on fire. Hunter Renfro is an absolute beast. Man, Hunter, his route running is slick. How much do you think you can price force for me next year in fantasy? Oh, probably a lot. When Hunter Renfro goes to, like, sit into his cuts, the cornerbacks, you can see them just hold their breath because they have no way – no idea which way he's going to come out of that cut. He's very like Keenan Allenish in his route running. Yeah, the, he's not the way fast, he he's runs, not big. But his whip routes, you just like they yeah. all look the same. Whether he's cutting inside, outside, or he does like that double Ooh. whip where he stops and then kind of wheels upfield. That's just breaking ankles. They should call it the Renfro the Renfro route because I think I he mean, invented it. He's a smaller Cooper Cup, right? Yeah. That's what he's he is. Fun. the same person. Yep. With he's the route fun, running. He's I like fun. him. He's a lot yep. of fun. All right. So you're betting the Raiders so you can cheer for your boy, Hunter. Yeah. All righty. The Chargers uh, have – the Chargers oh, – excuse me, the Chargers. The, uh, Bengals. the Bengals have T. Higgins, though. Oh, yeah. I like him, too. There you go. All right. So we go to the Saturday night game. <clears throat> Uh, the Buffalo Bills are hosting the New England Patriots. Bills minus four. These two teams, man, this this could be the early phases of, like, a real nice rivalry for the next couple years, mm. like, coming into play. You had that so. weird – you had that weird game in, like, that Nor'easter where Mac Jones threw the ball three times. The Pats just ran all over. The Bills wrecked them the second game. What do you, What do you think here? About the Bills? Uh-huh. Or the game. Well, uh, what are you thinking oh, of the game? So, I really like the Bills. And I'm going to lay the points of the Bills. Uh, one is, I hate to say it, but Simmons made a really good point about the Bills in that they just, when they were losing games, they were just trying to 
you know, establish the run, quote unquote. And it was a, uh-huh. it wasn't working at all for their offense. Mm. And they tried to do that at the Jags and they lost outright. And ever since they just said like Josh Allen, you make plays no matter what. They've been really good. And so I think they're actually finding my finding their stride. And spoiler alert, uh, we'll Uh-oh. get to it later on our picks, but I like the Bills here. Whoa. Whoa. I uh you like the Pats? No, I PFF says there's value on the Pats. I like the Bills. I think they're a complete team. Um, but how comfortable do you feel betting against Belichick in the playoffs? Uh, better now that it's not like his Tom Brady teams. <laughs> That's fair. Um, man, yeah, I think I think I would lean the Bills again. Um, but another isn't it supposed thing, to be a cold game? And like Mac oh, Jones I think is like so, yeah. admitted, like yeah, I don't, I don't play in cold weather. Well, he'll just put on the Tom Brady scuba suit and he'll be okay. Um, it's like you probably don't want to say that, considering you're going to play your entire career outdoors in New England, or Mac do Jones. you to get in people's <laughs> heads? Um, the other interesting wrinkle in this game, right, is so a crap ton of NFL coaches were fired on Monday. And both Josh McDaniels and the Bills' offensive and defensive coordinator, uh, Brian Dayball and Leslie Frazier, are uh, hot hope coaching candidates. So they've been, like, getting bothered for interviews for open head coaching spots. So does that come into play with their hmm. game planning in this game? I don't know. If it's a distraction or not, I don't know. Do you know who's not – out of these teams' coaching staff who is not getting – calls for open uh, vacancies and head coaching is Matt Patricia. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is. (laughs) Is Um, Matt Patricia back on the New England coaching staff? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There's your your Bears. Next Bears head coach. Oh, gross. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to lean the Bills. Uh, I think Josh Allen. I'm going to bet the better quarterback here. Um, and their defense is still playing well, even though they don't have Tredavious White. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Bills. Mm-hmm. And I think they just – I think the Bills are pissed because mm-hmm. of that game where the Pats just ran the ball against them. Um, so I think they still, like, just really want to yeah. beat this team. This All Isaiah right. McKenzie kid is looking pretty stout, too. That's yeah. a really nice compliment to uh, Stephon Diggs. Yep. All righty, moving on to Sunday's games. Uh, the 1 o'clock, here in my hometown of the moment, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa minus 8.5. Well, here's our first teaser. I have a good yep. teaser that I'm, I'm betting. Okay. Uh, I'm not betting against Tom Brady winning, you know, losing in the first round of the playoffs. So, I am. I, uh, I, you I think like he loses? the Eagles. I like the Eagles to cover. I got you. Okay. Yeah, it's probably a, a, a teaser sweat game, right? Yep. Yep. Interesting. I like, what are the percentages I, on this game? Um, 68% of the cash is on the Eagles. Yeah. And 63% of the tickets are on the Bucks. Yeah, there you go. Bucks are the square side. Yeah, I mean, I think again, like makes sense. 
like, I don't know. I think they've had a ton of injuries. Apparently, Antonio Brown is no longer with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin is out for the year. Mike Evans had a hamstring you know, like, injury in COVID. I, just, I think they're, like, they're banged up. They're they banged up, but they're going to gonna, gonna run dude. a lot of 12 formation, though. They almost, Yeah, and I think that's you what wanna, they have You want to explain to the listener what a 12 formation is? Well, yeah, you put 12 people on the field, which is one more <laughs> than you're allowed, and then that gives you an incredible advantage. It's either that or you're going to go with two tight ends, uh, a one re- one wide receiver, and a running back. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you get you get Braid either and or. Gronk, and that's pretty. You still got pretty solid receivers with Evans yeah. and Braid and Gronk, and I'm still you know, Scotty Miller. Yeah, I'm still going Eagles to cover. Okay, it's fair. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't lay the points with Tampa Bay. I agree. Yeah. All right, the uh, Carl special game of the week. Just an early '90s throwback matchup. The Love. Dallas Cowboys are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. This is like the sexiest matchup of the week, right? It's a like fun uniforms, game, you know? uniforms, storied franchises. To played for both teams. I mean, this Man. was my early childhood. Was these? Yeah, a lot of Cowboys NFC Championship. A lot yeah. of starters this... jackets. Did you have the zip-up or the hoodie with the pouch? The pullover with the pouch. Whatever the, like, replica Jimmy Johnson uh, starter jacket was. Got it. I got it. All righty. So the the line here is Dallas minus three. It's a fair line, probably. Yeah. You would think it would be three and a half, right? But just a little extra. Yeah, you can probably yeah. find it around there. Oh boy, oh boy! I would probably just say Dallas here. Not make it complicated to say, man, this is tough. I don't know. These teams can, both these teams can let you down in the worst moment. We're seeing seventy-seven percent of the cash on the Niners and fifty-eight percent on the Cowboys. I would. I would back the I would back the sharps then and say grab the three points, but okay. I'm staying away well, I mean, from all betting all betting in this one. I think yeah, I think this is just a fun ass game to watch. Uh, I think in terms of the Mike McCarthy versus um, Shanahan, I guess I would give the game plan like edge to Shanahan. But Shanahan's also had some, like, poor offensive play calling in big games, whereas Mike McCarthy has poor clock management. So I think, like, they cancel out there. Um, They're so even. Yeah, I think the interest – who was it? Top two playmakers on that one. Was it Nate Tice saying on – Robert Mays' pot. And I don't know if it was this game or maybe it was talking about the Rams game last week that the Niners' offensive philosophy was basically like your safeties and cornerbacks are going to be tired of tackling the running backs in the third and fourth quarter. Mm. And so we're just going to keep, like, you're going to get sick and tired of getting 
crackback blocks from George Kittle and, you know, like just we're going to like just physically wear you down. Um, the Cowboys' strength, right, is in their pass rush and where they can use Michael Parsons as kind of a Swiss Army knife. But, you know, can their DBs hold up to this running attack from the Niners all game long? It'll be – I think that's kind of the key to the game. Yeah. It's just like whoever you would bet is going to let you down with your ticket. So stay away. Got it. You hold the Niners. Jimmy G's going to throw three interceptions. You get the Cowboys, and yeah. they're going to cowboy, cowboy. Yeah. I am uh, going to cheer for the Cowboys uh, in moral support for our buddy Carl, um, <laughs> who was a, a guest on this pod, but it was never published, so it doesn't count. Um, well, there's still time. Next. There's still time to get it out there. Yeah. We'll see. Up next, uh, a game where Vegas couldn't put enough points on the board. The Chiefs are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Just lay the points. Pittsburgh's yeah, terrible. So. The only case you can make for Pittsburgh is that... Backdoor cover, Chiefs, that's it. Well, no, the Chiefs' weakness the whole year was running, uh, teams running against them, and they just run the ball with Najee Harris, and he goes off... Uh, because they haven't fixed their run D, because they fixed their pass rush and their their coverage. But I mean, just sell out on, on the them, run. Just sell out on the run. Big Ben, yeah. just throw the ball. Like this is the yeah. playoffs. This is where you're just going to uncork it all. Like just overload the run fits. Put your cornerbacks on an island and make Big Ben beat. He can't do it. This is the second leg of our six and a half point tease. Yeah, Chiefs yeah. win this by a is... touchdown. Yeah, this is uh man. I'm surprised. The only reason this is the night game is because Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes. But to me, this is the least intriguing matchup of the entire weekend. This is the Sunday night game. Sat yeah, Sunday night. Mm. Oh, that's garbage. It should be the Cowboys and Niners. Absolutely, but oh. I think they did that so that Romo gets to call the Cowboys. <laughs> All righty. I get confused. I thought, I thought Romo just did AFC on CBS. I don't know, man. I don't. Oh, know. that's a yeah, whatever. Um, all right, moving. This is a new wrinkle this year. There is a Monday night wild card game or wild card weekend game, which I actually that. I think is a huge disadvantage. Yeah, why would they do that? I don't know. But money. that's like one one let yeah, yeah it's absolutely time. money in TV rights. But uh, man, that's hard on those players. Uh, it's going to be the Rams hosting the Cardinals. LA minus four. So do they automatically let the winner of this game play the Sunday game uh, next week? I think because they have. That to. would be that'd be I brutal they, to play a Saturday game. And oh, I think man. they have to. They have to. Man. This one's rough. Uh, I think I got it. I don't trust the Rams, and so I'm going to grab the points. It's over a field goal with the Cardinals here. Mm. They started running the ball with Kyler Murray a lot more. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll take the Cardinals and the points here. I'm going to take the Rams because I, uh, I think without Hopkins, <clears throat> who's a fantastic fantasy player, uh. Oh, man, actually, 
Shoot. <laughs> JJ Watt JJ Watt's back, right? Yeah. Ugh, that makes a difference. Isaiah Simmons playing out of his mind. Yeah. I mean the the cards did look pretty good. <clears throat> they beat the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. On the, so the on Rams the, the Rams are the two seed. Mm, man. Um Man, I, I don't know here. I think, let's see, 72% of the cash is on Arizona and 53% of the tickets. Yeesh. I, uh, I am going to go with the Rams. I'm going to see, okay. I'm going to say, I like Aaron Donald, Von <clears throat> Miller, and Jalen Ramsey being difference makers in this game. Yeah. I think though, it's just the stars and scrubs, baby. They should have blown out the Niners, and they just—I don't know what happened there. Yeah, stars and scrubs. (laughs) Square don't care. Square don't care. Um, All right, so let's do a quick recap. Are you you're going Raiders? Going Raiders. by the way, the Cardinals would be the third leg of the six and a half point tease, which would pay plus one twenty. If you had to pick, are you laying the points with the Niners or taking the points or laying the points with the Cowboys? I think I think I would take the or I think I would lay the points with the Cowboys if I had to pick. I think just the Niners won emotionally last week. Mm. But, man, they were getting their ass kicked by the, the, the Rams there for a little bit. And then tell me your teaser again. So we're going to take the Bucks down to two points, laying two points. We're going to take the Chiefs down to six and a half points, laying six and a half. And we're going to take the Cardinals up to ten and a half points. They're going to get ten and a half to pay plus 120. That's free money. I look at that when I'm like, who loses that, man? It's like, yeah, that's uh, that's free money. I am. Uh, I think I'd be worried about Brady the most. <laughs> the I think so. Brady. I think so. So my picks, I'm going to go with the Bengals, the Bills, the Eagles, Dallas, Kansas City, and the Rams. And we'll see how it goes. Um, as far as futures, what's your Super Bowl matchup? If you had to uh, say. I teased this a little bit, but no one is picking the Bills here. And you're going to have Josh Allen in cold weather throughout Uh the playoffs. You want the cold weather quarterback. He played at Wyoming. He's got the arm strength. Uh And I think ever since they uh, sort of figured out, like, just put the ball in his hands, they're kind of clicking here. So Mm. (laughs) I like the Bills to beat the Chiefs. In the um, no, the Titans are the number one seed, but no one's picking them. I got the Bills beating the Chiefs okay. to go to the Super Bowl, and in the NFC, I think the Packers will play the. I think the Packers will play the Buccaneers, okay, and the Packers will pull it out and play the Bills. Bills Packers. Okay, hold on. I gotta 
Got to make sure we write this down. So tell me one more time. So we're going, you're going Buff, Buffalo beats KC. Mm-hmm. And you're saying the Packers beat who? Packers will beat the Buccaneers. And then who wins the Super Bowl? Your boy QA Ron, I think, will, will beat Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. Wow. Alrighty. I uh I'm with that you would in the be AFC. Wild Aaron Rodgers with all the happenings. Who do you I'm saying, who do you got? I think let me guess got, your picks I, first. Let me write them down. All right, you're good. I think you're gonna guess that the AFC will be the Chefs and the NFC will be the the Cowboys will face the Packers and you'll have the Chiefs and Packers. Mm, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I've got the Bills beating the Chiefs. Mm, okay. I do. And then I have got Dallas beating the Rams. We're mixing it up. We're going with uh, I don't think the, the top seed's going to get through. Um, wow. You got the – you got. I think Packers someone's. Gonna, I think someone. I think round. someone is going to go to. Uh, to uh, up the that place up north and uh, win. Lambo. Uh, yeah, maybe we see uh, some COVID shenanigans pop off. Who knows? Um, yeah. That's why I think then, the Packers is like they're not losing in Lambo in January. And then I think the the Bills Mafia get to celebrate. Ooh. The the 90s Super Bowl <laughs> runs, you know, getting to the, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the, the bride. Let's just see some Buffalo fans jumping off the tables into, into or, you know, jumping off of things onto tables in the snow in February. How delightful would that be? Delilah, Delilah's full. Yeah. So there we go. That's what I got. Interesting. Subject then, to change. Yeah. And then... 2022, you're the Bears. Well, yeah, naturally. Um, Yeah, I mean, get your bets in now. Speaking of which, do you want to go into Bears Corner? Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. It's kind of a big week. We all saw it coming. Um, It could have happened (laughs) as early as, what, like week five of the season? Um, Matt Nagy, his tenure with uh, the Chicago Bears – came to an end uh and they also let go of their general manager ryan pace who it was rumored he might stay around um so they they're doing a full a full reset of the uh, front office head coach yeah um pace wasn't very good though i would say mixed i think that he had some definite hits he found some good value right eddie jackson was like a third or fifth round pick He's found some good players later on in the draft. Um, but he also just got into this rut where he would get fixated on a guy and overpay for him, like trading up one pick for Trubisky, trading up to get Anthony Miller, trading up to get Leonard Floyd. Like he would get fixated on people and uh, move up for him, and it didn't pan out. He was given a lot of hell for signing Robert Quinn who was awful last season, but then really redeemed himself this year and almost like might even have had like an all pro 
Uh, season set the Bears record for single season sacks, um, breaking Richard Dent's record. So, like, I mean, he's he's had some ups and downs, but I think it's I think if you are, I, I think it's wise to reset a general manager and head coach at the same time if you're not a, entirely sold on one or the other. Um, so I'm okay with it. And uh, right now the Bears are just swiping right on everyone on the coaches list. It's pretty incredible. Like following Bears Twitter, like if you are like somewhat a candidate on someone's list for a GM or head coach spot, like the Bears are reaching out to you right now. And I kind of don't mind it. Like turn over all the rocks, look at all your options, swipe right on as many profiles, you know, as you can. And then Harbaugh. see where you hit it off, right? Um, I wouldn't mind Harbaugh, but I'm I'm hesitant about it because everyone says like he's the the hot pick this hiring cycle. And looking back on some analyses on when like people like said what were good hires and, and what weren't, uh, oftentimes what people think are the good mm-hmm. hires in the off season don't quite pan out. So. The problem is you got to give Harbaugh like the Gruden contract really long for a lot of money to pull him away from. Michigan. Well, what they have going for them there is the Bears were the organization that drafted Harbaugh into the NFL, so he's got a history. He's got a history with the Bears before, um, so you could see that happening. Leslie Frazier, also the defensive coordinator for the Bills, you know, played on the '85 Bears team. Um, Brian Dayball, who has developed Josh Allen, has been a big name getting tossed around. Obviously, Frazier, like, but Frazier was the one that failed in New York, right? For the Jets, I think Leslie Frazier was with uh, the Vikings. Oh, okay, um, but Jets yeah, guy. I think Brian Flores they reached out to him, which I was shocked that he got fired. Um, but apparently sounds like that was more of a personality conflict with the front office. Um, yeah. And apparently he cursed it to a one time and that didn't go over real well. <laughs> yeah, they're protecting Tua, man. Tua's you can't tell a quarterback guy. he's playing like crap when he's actually playing like crap. That'll uh, hurt his ego. Um, he was a sensitive guy, too. I guess, man. Jeez. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I hope the Bears are patient, that they're not, like, rushing to get, you know, kind of the, the big name like people do in free agency. And then it, you know, sometimes just doesn't. I think, like, take your time, be deliberate, conduct interviews. Um, yeah, Plan and the I work it, and work the plan. Well, and I think it's, like, you know, what I don't want them to do is to do the – what they did, you know, they went from Mark Tressman and went the, you know, who was kind of a off the cuff, you know, non-traditional hire to a total NFL guy in John Fox. And then surprise, surprise, John Fox didn't work out. And so then they went with the bright, shiny thing out of Kansas City and got Matt Nagy. Right. But you don't always have to do like the, the zig and the zags from one thing to another. I think the Bears, they need to look at someone who is going to be able to maximize Justin Fields first and foremost and, and be able to develop him because really he's he's what is going to drive the franchise moving forward. So uh, whether that's an offensive-minded coach or more of a, a coach that is more of a general manager that you have an offensive-minded uh, coordinator, you know, offensive coordinator that you're going to bring in, like 
who knows? But uh, I hope they take their time. The biggest wild card in all of this is that uh, the Bears' ownership, I guess George McCaskey, Virginia's son, is uh, like the president of football or chairman or whatever. Uh, he he seems about as business savvy as like the Roy children in succession. <laughs> and so I, uh, I, I've kind of he, – he had a really terrible press conference Monday that really only diehard Bears fans would have paid attention to. But uh, his performance in the, in the press conference was not great. I, and I'm having trouble – where I'm at is trying to decide if he's more like Kendall Roy or Connor Roy. Mm. And, like, that's just not a space that you want to be in. You don't want to be a Connor. And I don't think you want to be right. Like either. I don't, you don't really want to be any of the Roy children. Um, No, come on. I don't want to be Roman. Of course you would. Jesus. (laughs) He's so great. You you just have to find your Jerry. Um, Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. So looking at the bears, like ownership structures, like, ugh. when you remind me of the cast of succession, this is not a good thing. Oof! Ouch! But but the Trespin teams, the Trespin teams were my favorite though. With uh, well, they had fantasy with Cutler, players with Cutler and Brian Marshall slinging it up to Alshon and Marshall and Forte. Forte. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun Bears team, right? I mean, and we might right like you've got Mooney. I don't know how that team didn't win more. You've got well, they had a terrible defense, but now we've got oh. Mooney, Montgomery, serviceable. Khalil Herbert looks fun. Fields. Is going to yeah. be fun. Get him another Oof. sign. Sign another does it one. Of these that, does it concern you that these third stringers look exactly the same as Fields not on the field when they when they play? You're talking Nick Foles, like former Super Bowl champion. Yeah, Nick no, Foles, Andy Dalton. I think so much of that is exactly it was Fields. so much of that. I think honestly was the the offensive scheme they were running. It it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Like, if it was third and nine, Matt Nagy's running five curl routes that go seven yards deep. <laughs> We're going to see next year if Fields makes the leap. Yeah, it's team. exciting. It's exciting. We, gotta, we actually have some listeners on this pod that, uh, that are Bears fans, and I think listen to the pod for the Bears takes. Well, I look forward to keeping Justin Fields for uh, – or drafting him for two or three bucks next year. <laughs> Oh me! Here we go. There we go. All right. Well, that ought to do it. There we go. All right. Well, that ought to do it for our wild card weekend. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to get this posted, and we'll do a two for one. I'll I'll post them one after the other, so that you can get your picks in. Um, All right. If I if I publish it, you should be able to get your picks in for last week. uh, In. And uh, yeah, I'm should be a nice little. uh, There you go. We got. We got six games. Is that right? Yeah, it's just going to be shorter pods here on out. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay. Till next week. Any Til advice? Week? Uh, again, uh, I have it. I'm, I'm, I try to keep it fresh every week with, with yeah. new advice. Um, mm. So this week I'm going to keep it fresh here and uh, say that you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. Mm -hmm. You can't win much either. All right. Till next week. Bye.